I want to talk to you tonight from my heart on a subject of deep concern to every American. Those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. I've been charged with involvement in a full, free, and absolute pardon unto Richard Nixon. What has come to be known as the Watergate Affair. Hello, I'm your narrator, John O'Connor. I've spent a number of years of my life studying the scandal we call Watergate. I began doing that when I was 25 at the time of the arrests on June 17, 1972, of five burglars in the offices of the Democratic National Committee in the Watergate office building in Washington, D.C. I'm 74 years old now, much to my chagrin, and thought that before I slipped off my mortal coil, I would put together a a multiple-episode podcast on Watergate. Why? Because... Oddly enough, the public does not know what Watergate was really about. And when I talk about the public, I'm including many fine, educated people who teach about Watergate, the many learned individuals who've written about it. I'm not saying here that there aren't many actual facts about Watergate, which these intelligent, learned people communicate to others. What I am saying is, is that except for a handful of people, no one truly understands what Watergate was really about. I hope as a result of this series, more will understand it and also learn why they had not been told before this podcast, almost 49 years after the event. First, a bit about my own involvement in the study of Watergate. I was a recently graduated lawyer about to begin my first full-time job when I learned of the Watergate arrests. I followed the scandal avidly. In April 1974, famed Washington Post reporters Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein, widely credited with busting the Nixon White House cover-up, wrote a sensational, best-selling book, All the President's Men, which was later made into a great movie starring Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. In that book, Woodward revealed the existence of a mysterious super source, Deep Throat, an executive branch official with a deep understanding of wrongdoing by the Nixon administration. He was an insider who met secretly with a reporter in a garage in the middle of the night to keep the post-reporting of Watergate on track. Woodward had promised never to reveal his source's identity, starting a worldwide parlor game among followers of Watergate. For years, journalists, former government officials, and professors tried to identify this enigmatic man, but to no avail. I was fascinated by this character. To me, it was crucial to ascertain whether it was sheer luck that a White House insider was conscientious enough to reveal wrongdoing, or Conversely, whether the source reflected the curative power of our system of government, did an honest civil servant choose to avoid obstruction of our democratic systems? I hoped that Deep Throat was a member of the civil service and not an odd government official working against his own political interests. I studied the matter deeply. I drew inference after inference from a close study of the facts known to everyone. I concluded, I thought beyond a doubt, that Deep Throat was Mark Felt, the FBI's number two officials. I had concluded this in late 1976. 
in 2002, I learned that through my daughter, I knew Mark Felt's grandson, Nick Jones. I asked Nick if I could see his grandfather to convince him to admit his identity and tell his story. As I prepared to present Mark to the public, I had to prove his identity myself because Mark by this point had dementia and couldn't prove uh, his identity himself. As a result, I began my study Watergate anew, including documents I studied that were not revealed into the 1980s or 1990s. These documents, along with some analysis by several researchers, gave me a great head of steam to research further into the mysteries of Watergate. In this series, I hope to explain to you both the central truths of Watergate and the reasons you have not been told them 49 years after the event.